0: Good morning and welcome to Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Wednesday. Happy hump day. And man, do we got a lot of things to talk about uh, from exploding debt. How fast is the debt rising and how is that going to help fight inflation? Not not only that, the uh, housing market uh, affordability has gotten so bad it looks like. According again, This isn't our data, but the data says, hey, you know what? The UAW, they're not asking for enough if they actually want to afford houses. And then Rock, with a significant warning in the bond markets. Plus, we're going to have Lynette Zhang today talking about gold. And, and I'll just say this, Jason. It, we are setting up here for some things that most people are really unaware of. I think it's going to tie very well with what Lynette Zhang has to say today versus the warning from BlackRock. I think they're essentially saying the same thing. We've got a big problem here. And how how in the world can we really be fighting inflation if the national debt is going up hundreds of billions of dollars in, in, in a week? Uh, matter of fact, I think in 20 days, the national debt went up half a trillion dollars in 20 days.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, hyperinflation is something that's you know, always whispered and talked about when it comes to uh, taking care of your financial house. And it's one of those things that I think everybody knows is a, is a distinct possibility and, and, and really a probability. But kind of like everybody has to die. You don't ever think you're going to die. But everyone does die, right? Hyperinflation with with a, a fiat currency is a probability because whatever the central bank's going to do to save itself, that's usually the last you know the last gas before they die, right? Is hyperinflation, Joe? And uh, yeah, Lena so Zhang and, and is going to talk about that.
0: And an interesting move out of Citigroup today, and how all of these events tie together. It's going to be a great show. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two that 's our toll free number all american dot com is the website uh, yesterday uh, we, we had the largest volume of silver eagle orders that we 've had probably in the last two years yesterday alone uh, there 's been a big shift all of a sudden the switch has gone back on. Uh, People are back in the gold and silver market. As a matter of fact, gold and silver higher again today. But uh, before we get to all of that, we did have producer prices out today. We're going to get CPI later this week. But producer prices hot came in hotter than expected. Uh, Headline came in at five-tenths of a percent month over month. They were only expecting three-tenths. If you take out food and energy, you know, just take out the stuff we need to live on. It was still up three-tenths. They were only expecting two-tenths. And by the way, final demand goods. In other words, the last part of the producer product surged almost a whole point, nine-tenths of a percent percent. Uh, when it came to final demand goods way above expectations, but the, the lone good news, I think this is exactly what we're going to get on CPI. But somehow the core number, Jason, uh, it actually, it was in line, but it, it, it fell. One-tenth of a percent, even though the headline was screaming massive inflation. Uh, so I, I guess the the lone bright spot in the producer prices, I think we're going to get a, co- a carbon copy of this on the CPI as well.
1: Yeah, is that enough to uh, not have a rate hike, though? <laughs> right, the whole thing with all this stuff that's going on, is a rate hike still coming this year? Because I actually think we'll have rate hikes next year, because I think the inflation roars. But will there be another one this year that, that they keep talking about? It that might not be good enough, Joe. That little one tenth of a percent.
0: Yeah, and I I just don't think they're gonna. I I they they are so afraid. Uh, like I said, I got some insider information on these banks. It is ugly. Uh, when you look at debt to equity, how significantly underwater they are. To give you an idea, uh, Silicon Valley, according to my source, 120% of assets underwater. That's how bad that bank was. Uh, Right now, what I'm being told is the vast majority of banks are somewhere in the 50 to 75 percent underwater uh, and of course obviously higher rates makes the situation even worse uh, but we've got a huge problem we've got a spending problem on wash in Washington on top uh, now they have to pay interest on the debt uh, and now more and more companies are kinda of thinking we may have a problem here that most people are not prepared for, which is exactly what Jason and I, you know, go back three years ago. We've been telling you, we're in this box. There's no good answer here. You fight inflation, the banks go under. I mean, period. They're, they go under. You don't fight inflation, and you have hyper inflation. And I think this is kind of where we're at, where the Fed is pretending to fight inflation. Because obviously, listen, they've been taking meetings off. They're doing quarter points. They they they, they really aren't trying to fight it that hard. What they're hoping for is somehow, hey, well, one more hike will be just enough. Not when the government is spending like drunken sailors. It's just not enough. Uh, we we've got. Uh, and Lynette Black BlackRock, and Citigroup. Group. Are they all saying the same thing just a little differently? That's all coming up next. 800 951 Joe and Jason. Picture Radio News Hour on this hump day. Quick look in at the market. Uh, The Dow just went negative. I mean, just went negative. Uh, Down 11. Uh, The S&P is up 3. The NASDAQ's up 70. Uh, Gold's up a 10 spot here, 18.70. Uh, Silver's up 20 more cents. $22.15. The 10-year note, it's off the lows. But all the way down to, to, to four, five, nine, uh, it almost got to four and a half uh, before the PPI, you know, these, these crazy moves in, in the bond market. Of course, we're going to get to the warning from BlackRock. But I'm going to tell you right now the need to be diversified has never been greater, really hasn't. We're going, and, and, and go, go back to the financial crisis. Financial crisis. What were we talking about? The debt wasn't even ten trillion. The Fed's balance sheet wasn't even a trillion dollar. We had never heard of quantitative easing or quantitative tightening, right? These are all made up things. Uh, the two percent inflation target, right? All oh, they made—they made all this stuff up. Fast forward. We've got a deficit that's now rounding up. It's already $34 trillion and it's exploding higher. Exploding higher. We got interest rates that, quite honestly, are not high enough, but yet they're too high. Things are setting up for an era here. This isn't. You know, hey, okay, well, we're going to have a down year, but then next year we're going to bounce right back. No. This could be, we could be talking a decade plus before uh, we see any real growth here. Uh, because we've been living on the drug of debt. And now finally, right, like, hey, you know what? We were managing. Like, a. you know, you don't become a junkie. On day one, right? I just do it here and there. I do a little bit here and a little bit there, and but I got it under control. I only I only do it at parties, right? I'm a weekend warrior. And then all of well, us, uh, Well, weekends and Tuesdays. I know uh, weekends, Tuesdays. N- now, oh, it's every day. Right now we're getting ready, right, like all the, right, we're getting ready to lose lose the wife, lose the house, lose the job, right, basically getting ready to live on the streets. That, that's what we're talking about. And this is why we keep telling you about why refi. Because it's not correlated to Wall Street. Wall Street's the junkie. Right, that's why you got to have your gold and silver put away. Check these guys out. If you've got $50,000 or more, you need to check them out. You get up to ten point two five percent fixed rates of return. What does that mean? Fixed rate. That means it doesn't change. Yeah, but what if the Dow went down five thousand points? What if what if Israel bombs Iran? What if Iran bombs Israel? They don't care, it doesn't change. Like, what if the Fed has to go to eight percent, nine percent, ten percent? Doesn't matter. What if they go to zero? Doesn't matter. It won't change on you. There's no attack on your principal if you need your money back. There's no fees. And it's part of the greater good because uh, this is all distressed student loans. Check them out. InvestYReFi.com. That's the word invest, the letter dot com, Or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. But, Jason, let's let's get into this because there's a lot of talk lately now. It's people that are well respected saying this isn't going to end the way anybody's talking about. Forget about soft landing. Forget about hard landings. This is going to be something much worse than most people believe, and, and it's starting to gain momentum here. More and more people are starting to talk about it, and, and today, I, I, I'm telling you, we're going to play, uh, play this clip here, and then I'm going to tell you what BlackRock, right? You know, BlackRock, you've got you to pay attention to what they say, Citigroup and others are doing that really confirm... What Lynette Zhang is going to be talking about, Jason.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, I I talked to Joe briefly this morning, but I I remember uh, 2019 time frame when I was uh, doing gold shows. And uh, I remember hearing about Venezuela's hyperinflation and buying a house in Venezuela for one ounce of gold. And I was talking to people at the time. I was like, you know, man, I wish I, you know, the only thing is I, I just don't know Venezuela. If I had a guy down there, I'd, I'd buy some houses right now. And it's a short-lived situation. So so Lynette Zhang's gonna, she's going to give you some gold 101, and then she's going to tell you, and, and this is titled, we could see gold rise 3,500% after this. So she does, like I said, she does a little gold one on, which is good because Joe and I sometimes we don't do the basics of gold enough, and it's good to have it to, to hear it. But she's going to tell you, hey, by the way, this is what's going to happen. It's really good, Joe. And here's the thing. Here, here's something I'm not, I'm not going to play. I'm just looking. I, I've been telling Joe, m- there's more and more of these people are saying this, what sounds like ridiculous things, but with hyperinflation, the ridiculous is no longer ridiculous. There's one I'm looking at right here in front of me, Joe. Robert Kiyosaki making a case for the possibility of $60,000 silver. And it sounds ridiculous, but after you hear let Zang, let's, let's play Leda and uh, we'll talk about it after. Here we go.
2: Central banks globally, they've been massively accumulating gold. You know, gold is completely out of the system. It doesn't need anybody to say that it's money. And according to the Bank for International Settlements, gold held at home runs no political risk. It is the only financial asset that runs no counterparty risk. In other words, this is not your debt that I have to count on you to pay, right? It runs no counterparty risk. It's a proven inflation hedge over time. And you know gold is critical for you to have completely outside of the system because look at this little teeny thing. And this is a one ounce gold coin. And it's an easy way to carry a lot of wealth in a small little package that truly is outside of the system that I hold and I own outright. It's critical. Gold is the primary currency metal and it's the metal against which they revalue currencies when they do an overnight reset. Silver is the secondary monetary metal. While both of them are used in manufacturing, silver has a lot more manufacturing use. Gold does not get used up in production in industry. It's all recoverable, so we can account for about 98% of it. All the gold that's ever been mined in thousands of years, silver gets used up. NVIDIA stock oh. has been on fire this year.
1: One second here. I, did, yeah, I thought I had the ads popped out. Here we go.
2: See silver move toward its fundamental value along with gold. But um, it's not going to be Wall Street that's telling you what its true value is. It's going to be the central banks when they do those overnight revaluations. And I would like to say that even when we go into the digital currency, the digital dollar, people will think, oh, well, then that's going to fix the system. But no, because they're not going to change their behavior. What absolutely 100% has to, has to, has to happen is that all of the debt that we've accumulated, the trillions and trillions and trillions of debt that has been globally accumulated needs to be burned off. And that's what the hyperinflation is really about, is burning off all of that debt. And then it becomes obvious to everybody that the dollars, euros, yen, whatever it is, that they have absolutely zero value. I know this is going to sound crazy, but, you know, a lot of things that are coming to pass now that I said in the past sounded crazy back then. Oh, you can't say that. My job is to tell you so that you can make educated choices. So what will happen is we'll go into hyperinflation mode and then people will lose complete confidence in the currency, in the system, and they'll stop using it. And they'll go to a barter system. So you'll get real local for a while. That's where silver really comes into play. And you'll go real local. And then what will happen is they'll want you to use the currency again. So, you know, like a pack of gum could cost, you know, $12,000, which I know sounds outrageous, but it won't soon, right? So they'll lop off zeros, and they'll do that overnight revaluation, And then you'll see gold, like in Venezuela, it went up overnight, like 3,500%, something like that. And Venezuela has had now three overnight revaluations against gold. So they do that to gain the public confidence again, but they won't change behavior yet. Globally, on average, it takes them doing it three times before then they go into a system where we actually would have gold to a degree backing the new currency. That's when they'll get the confidence back. But the, cur- the next currency won't be good until there's a component of gold to stabilize it, because what gold does is it requires the government to have fiscal responsibility. You know, they have to live within their means or at least on a relative basis. Right now there's no restrictions. I mean, as we've seen, as we've witnessed, no restrictions on how much new money can be printed. But every time that happens, the value of what's already out there is lost where it loses more, I should say. But we're all experiencing a huge amount of inflation right now. Although it's going to get worse. I, there's not one doubt in my mind, I can't guarantee this, but you know, I'm pretty darn sure that we are at the beginning of a hyperinflationary event. And the only difference between inflation and hyperinflation is the speed of that inflation. The problem is that there's virtually no purchasing power left in the U.S. dollar. If you go on the Federal Reserve's website, the FRED, F-R-E-D, and in the search bar, you put in purchasing power of the consumer dollar, what you'll see is that there is officially three cents left out of the original dollars worth of purchasing power, which means it's worse than that. And all of this inflation that we're experiencing, we are losing rapidly, whatever little bit of purchasing power is left and so, and
1: so I think there's a little bit more basic information Joe but you, you kind of heard it she's she's looking at a hyperinflationary situation which is uh, she, she you know we talk about how an ounce of gold and a cow is the same thing right it's the same value but that's not always hundred percent the way it is when you get into an emergency situation things can change rapidly and you can't be wanting to buy gold in that situation you have to have it in your possession Remember that she talked about Venezuela. Like I said, mentioned earlier, there was a, there was a moment that if you were in Venezuela and you were the guy holding gold, you could have bought. A, if you had ten ounces of gold, you could have bought a part of a neighborhood. And then everything rebalances, like she said, they lop off zeros. The revaluation is what makes the gold go crazy. And now you're in a much better position. And that's not a lot of gold, Joe. That's not a lot of gold. to be buying a half of a neighborhood. And when you really start thinking about, okay,
0: she's saying, hey, I can't guarantee it, but I'm pretty darn sure, right, we're going into hyperinflation, and then you start saying, okay, let's let's see if we can prove or, or disprove that argument, right, Let, let's start looking at the facts, because like I said, Lynette saying she doesn't come out and, and make these statements Unless she's got the things to back it up. What you know, hey, I've got I've got information to back it up. Here's a prime example. The US national debt's gone up half a trillion dollars in twenty days. When we get back, we're gonna hear what BlackRock says about bonds, what Citigroup is buying, and how about for you people that like to watch Shark Tank? 800 951 Patriot Radio News, our Joe and Jason. I, I've got a special on an item we don't really stock, but it was so good, uh, we, we decided we needed to do it today. Uh, so normally, you know, you, our $10 Liberties, you've heard us talk about them forever, ever since COVID, they've been kind of the the, the the least expensive way uh, to get gold, uh, we ran them uh, when gold. Think about this, $70 in gold to go. We, we ran them at $1,035. Today, they're at $1,060. But I got uh, an offer today from the largest wholesaler in the world. They have 300 XF $10 Liberty gold coins. $10 Liberty Half-ounce, 1866 to 1907. You know why we like the old gold better. First of all, today, listen, you're, you're buying it. A, a, a half-ounce Gold Eagle, a $10 Liberty, they're like the same price. Why do we like the old ones better? Well, because the government considers them to be a collectible. And the last time they confiscated gold... That was the only gold you could keep, was a collectible gold coin. Everything else had to be turned in. It's the only gold you can't put in an IRA, as an example. Can't do it. I think that's a good thing. You can buy it, sell it, trade it, and not have to provide your social security number, and I don't have to 1099 you. Also, good things. So these XF coins, that's one grade below AU. AU almost uncirculated. You know, the, the, so we're going to go up a few grades. It's all about price here. One through nine is a thousand and fifty. Ten or more, a thousand and forty-five dollars. You're talking about that's like eighty dollars, eighty-five dollars below an AU coin today, and yet it's only one grade below. That should be like twenty-dollar difference. It's less than a, a regular ten-dollar Liberty, or rather, ten-dollar Liberty, thousand sixty. So you're going up grades and paying less. That's value, and of course, uh, it's the cheapest way. Two XF ten dollars liberties today. Uh, even if if you're at the thousand fifty price, is thirty five dollars less than a twenty? If you can buy ten or more, if you can afford ten or more, it's forty five dollars less than, than 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 a twenty buying um, that way. So great value here. Austin, or I, I'm sorry, Lynette Zhang talking about what gold is going to do in a hyperinflated, uh, a hyperinflated world. Uh, there's going to be that moment in time, you know, go back uh, to 1980. Gold hit 800. dollars I mean, that was that was crazy, crazy price, right? Uh, three three gold coins, four gold coins, and you're buying a Corvette, right? In in in, in 1980. Think about it, Corvette today, I don't know how much Corvette today, a couple hundred grand, right? right? We got a long way to go here. How long? Well, what does BlackRock say? BlackRock, the owner of everything. What do they say about owning U.S. debt? I mean, we just had the 10 year note skyrocket. So that you would think they'd be like, starting to say, well, maybe it's a good time to own it. You know, we're near the top. Oh, no. it's not what Black, uh, BlackRock had to say. Matter of fact, uh, in a statement issued the other day, BlackRock says that it will avoid investing in any long-term U.S. bonds. Any long-term U.S. debt. So BlackRock, listen, they're going to be real happy. They're going to buy three month, Right? They'll buy three months, six month, one-year bonds, but they're not buying 10 years. They're not buying 20 years. They're not draw, uh, buying 30 years. And the answer, well, why not? Well, we think yields are going a lot higher. That's why. Which means they're going to be losing money. We will steer clear of long-term US bonds even after the latest surge we think the premium the compensation the demand for the risk of holding these is only going to rise further pushing yields higher as the market prices in get ready ready persistent inflation higher for longer rates, and extremely high debt loads. So there's BlackRock. That's a nice way of saying hyperinflation. I mean, that's really, that, that's a, that's about as nice as you can say it. Right? So, so BlackRock says that. Our national debt, and I said 20 days, in 18 days. Our national debt went up Half a trillion dollars from, from the, the time period we hit thirty-three trillion on September fifteenth. On October 5th, we hit 33 trillion five hundred billion. That was 18 days. Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. You know, you know the guy from Shark Tank, kind of the head guy on Shark Tank. He says that, yeah, this is a bad deal. There's no good out here saying the Inflation Reduction Act. Remember that ridiculous piece of legislation? Boy, we're paying the price for that. And the Chips and Science Act. And this is where they're making that big push. Listen, we're building a huge chip plant plant right up the road for me right here in Arizona. Committing trillions of dollars of future spending. The government can be expected to allocate tons of money. And they're saying that the larger corporations are pretty much going to capture it all, the same eight companies. And uh, O'Leary says there's no good outcome here. The government spending is out of control, i.e., again, hyperinflation. How about Citigroup? What do they think? Well, I don't have anything on Citigroup on yields or bonds. But it's interesting what Citigroup has done very recently. According to uh, the London Metals Exchange, Citigroup has just taken delivery in the last 60 days of 100,000 tons of aluminum 40,000 tons of zinc and has put it into warehouses in Asia and again why would Citigroup start buying commodities and and think about the level 100,000 tons 40,000 tons Another sign. City Group, in a different way is telling you, oh, hyperinflation's coming. And you know what? We're stocking up. Stock up on these 10s. I'm telling you, stock up here. XF $10 Liberty is $1,050. 10 or more. $1,045 at 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. This is an all-out. today. Lead pipe, stone coal, lock of the week here. XF, that's one grade below almost uncirculated. These coins are going to be super nice. 1 through 9, a thousand fifty. Ten or more, 1,045. Uh, Yesterday alone, we we, we sold almost 10,000 Silver Eagles yesterday. It's incredible. It's an incredible amount in a single day. Silver Eagle Prime premiums. They've been rising. We've been telling guess what? They rose again. Uh rose of the US Silver Eagle is now six hundred dollars. Uh get ready here just over the break. Can't make this stuff up. There's been change is afoot here. The the I think the explosion in the debt, especially really going back since since we were at the remember the debt ceiling? Right, we're we we're at 32 trillion dollars. We're now getting ready to hit 34 trillion, just like that. I mean, it just happened. The IMF has now warned that inflation is going to rem, uh, now remain elevated through 2025. Now that's not a big one, but even the IMF now telling, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, more inflation's coming. How about Jeremy Grantham? A lot of you know him. If you're a a stock trader at all, you know this guy. Right? Him and uh, uh, Jeremy Stiegel, right? These guys are legendary guys, you know, super smart guys. Don't invest in the United States. And he said it's all because their debt is out of control. He said the debt is skyrocketing, elevated interest rates, unsustainably high yield levels, and immense challenges in real estate and the mortgage market. He said, go anywhere else. I can't believe it. Go to the UK. He says, go to Japan. Go to Europe. They're all cheaper. How bad does he say it is? This is again the same me. He says the S and P is fifty percent overvalued. Fifty percent. Can can you imagine an S and P at two thousand? I mean, what would the Dow be? Fifteen thousand, right? According to him, he's a pretty smart guy. But Jason, it's amazing. All of a sudden, everybody's starting to freak out here. Because the size of the debt is really starting, you know, we're just starting to kick it in here. And, and of course, nobody now, because let's face it, six months ago, all these guys were telling you interest rates were going to be falling by now. And, and interest, they, they were going to be cutting rates by in next, next year. In 2024, they're going to be cutting rates. Now all of them are like, uh-oh. Not only is the debt getting worse, look at all the spending. On top of that, rates aren't going lower. Matter of fact, I, I know most of these people think rates actually have to go higher. I don't think we can do it, but either way, Jess, Jason, this is not a good recipe.
1: No, it's not. I mean, uh, taking this into consideration, I've actually heard—I've actually heard stock market guys say that the stock market is a hedge against inflation. I've actually heard people say this. And what they do is they offer that the stock market goes up, uh, and and the prices of goods and services go up. It's and and, and stock it, it, stock market goes up faster than you know the, than that. And something that's happened here the last few years, Joe, is the stock market's not going up, and the debt's going up really rapidly. If you look at just uh, July of twenty twenty, the the, uh, the national debt's twenty six and a half trillion. And we're coming up on, what, $34 trillion? And essentially from the beginning of 2021 to now, the stock market's done nothing. That shows you fundamentally that investing in dollars is a bad idea right now. You can't even, you know, look, we have a crooked government. We have, we have crony capitalism, which funds the stock market, Joe. Why isn't the stock market going up with all of this debt? At least some level, right? I keep saying it. We have already had a stock market crash. We already have, uh, over the last year, plus a housing crash. And that's because the prices are staying the same. Think about it, Joe. With all this inflation, when the prices of anything is staying the same, that is not good for whatever asset you're holding. That means something's fundamentally wrong with the asset you're holding. So, you know, $26 trillion, Joe, in the middle of 2020, we're almost $7.5 trillion more in debt. The stock market's essentially done nothing. So that shows you how broken it is right now.
0: And, and, and let's take face it: you take out eight stocks, it's done a whole lot less than nothing. A whole lot less than nothing. Uh, Disney, Disney just announced they're raising prices at their parks again. Starting January. Are you kidding me? It's a it's a freaking fortune to go there. Uh, this is this is it's mind blowing here. Uh, that 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 uh, I, I again I know that they're having problems. There's not enough people at the parks. Traffic's way down, and and now they come out and say, "Well, guess what? We we, we got to raise prices again, Jason."
1: No one's seeing their movies anymore. They don't have a crutch there. <laughs> Maybe keep the ticket prices down if if the next Avengers movie actually meant something to the audience, and and uh, you get a billion dollars coming in for that movie. But uh, yeah, they've shot themselves in the foot and the inflation's killing them. I can't imagine how much it costs to run one of those theme parks, Joe, now versus Listen three years ago. Right?
0: Listen to this. Last week they lowered kids' tickets by 50% to try to get people to show up. And this week they're like, ah, you know what? We got to raise prices starting in January. That just tells you everything you need to know. Look at Disney. It's, it's October. They already know Homer. Are you kidding me? January prices, yeah, they got to go up. And if it's happening there, it's happening everywhere. Get the 10... I can't tell you how strong of a buy this is. XF, $10 Liberties, 1 through 9, $1,050, 10 or more, $1,045. Jason and I we are going to wrap up today right after the break. There is no way... I don't see a way out. I don't. I mean... In order to get deficits back under control, you can't pay a trillion, two trillion trillion in interest. So somehow we've got to get rates back to zero and start running budget surpluses. And, and, and that, that, that dog doesn't hunt. Right? That math doesn't work. What, you think BlackRock's making some profound statement? It actually, why, well, yeah, They kind of are. Yeah, under they basically said, under no circumstances are we buying long-term U.S. debt. None. What do you think that says? What do you think the? You think anybody wants to buy? it? Nobody wants to buy it. Why don't they want to buy it? I mean, heck, almost five percent yield. That's not bad. Well, you know why? Because none of them think yields are going lower. They actually think they're going to have to go even higher, which means they lose money. The Federal Reserve's lost over $100 billion on paper because they don't have to, you know, they just make up money, so it doesn't matter to them. Look at what's happening to all these banks. Every time, every day, We have debt that matures, that's rolling off our books, almost all of it, at a half of a percent or less. That now has to be resold anywhere from, say, four and a half percent to six percent. Because the short stuff paying way more. Think about the added cost. To all of us because of this. And this is what they're talking about. They're, they're, and again, all of this legislation, the spending, of course, now we got more war, Jason, even more spending.
1: Yeah, it's not a good situation, Joe. And, and uh, the financial men of this world that control what happens to you and I, the average guy, uh, there's a cartel that these central banks work together and they're all buying gold. They're trying to keep their cartel together, but here's the thing: the, the, the only good thing that happens when there's economic change—that's what we're getting, getting ready to go through—is that these different central banks, you know, at some point there's the the whole "take care of yourself" situation, isn't there, Joe? At some point there's a little bit of that going on, but they're trying to—they're trying as hard as they can to very quietly position themselves heavily in commodities, like you said earlier, Joe, and buy gold, buy gold, buy gold. And that way, when this thing falls apart, they'll they'll be able to work with each other well because they're all going to save their own butts. If what that Zhang and others are saying is going to happen with hyperinflation, because if the dollar falls, hyperinflation in other currencies that that, they may start there before it hits the dollar, right, Joe? Yeah, invest
0: anywhere but the U.S. Really, come on, man. Eight hundred. Investing yourself. Nine five one zero five nine two. These XF ten dollar liberties. This lead pipe, stone-cold lock here at 1,050, 10 or more at 1,045. I've got two lines open right now. Uh, Here's the great part. We had 300. We've been talking about no availability, and and, and this is why, right? The the lower grade where we like to be, uh, the less expensive stuff, it's all gone. That's why we're getting offered this deal. Just understand what that means. Take advantage here. 800-951-0592. Just call. Tell the girls, listen, I want the special. We're going to have one hard question. How many would you like? Patriot Radio News Hours. We'll talk again tomorrow about where we're headed financially. God bless.